check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing! Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talk in Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host, and me and Adrian are breaking down the hot topics, what to know, how to get to your peaceful place in 2021. Let's do it, Adrian. I'm excited. I'm excited. That's a good place to be in. Yes, part two, uh, finding your peaceful place, you know, breaking it down to categories and tackling it. You know, you want to tackle it all, you know what you need to do it in you know different parts so it won't be overwhelming to you of course so did you try my technique on peaceful place this past week adrian i personally did in different areas um with myself with my relationship you know i've just been working on trying to disassociate myself from things that are not bringing me peace and okay. and and trying to live more clear, and I can honestly say it has really helped me personally and in my business. That's awesome, Amy. Yeah, I'm super excited for where it's going, and I'm looking forward to continuing that. That's great. Uh, the biggest thing, we've been carrying this on from all of our platforms, from my podcast to our Facebook Live show, if you're not connected to our Facebook Live, uh, the LGs, you need to get connected, Most because definitely. I'm telling you, that we are having great discussions and really sharing, you know, how we've had to weed out a lot of things. And a lot of the viewers on my Facebook Live show uh, have basically listened to the podcast and then they went to the, the live show to say, hey, this is what I need help with and this is what is going on in my life. And so, you know, let me go ahead and tell you this and tell me how you got past it. And so this past week has been great. Uh, one of the biggest things we started a fast uh, is called fasting against stress. Fasting against stress It's a 10 day um, fast. It started on Monday. Day is today is day four. And uh, I feel good. I really do. Do you, Adrian? I do. And I can honestly say, you know, just backing up what she's saying about our Facebook Live community, it is such a wonderful group of people that come together to just encourage each other. So I, I highly, highly recommend that you guys um, become a part of that because it really we can lean on each other, we can help each other, and it really is, we've built our own little community, which I love. It is. Uh, it's called the Landis Girl Community, and it is uh, a community where you can be safe, and you can truly, truly uh, talk about some hard topics. Judgment-free. Judgment-free, and you can truly, truly um, get a breakthrough. So tune in to Landis Live. It's four nights a week on Facebook, you can look me up at Yavanka Landis 
on Facebook. And then on Tuesday nights, we do Sipping sipping and Dipping with Yvonka on YouTube. Sipping and Dipping with Yvonka on YouTube. And that is so much fun. Like, That's on Tuesdays. You guys have to get into it. So, yeah. So, our podcast is for you to have something to listen to in the car, at home, or whatever, in your private place. But then the other two platforms are made for you to have open discussion and hear other people's opinions, not just ours. And it's engaging as well so we love to have people that come in you know give their opinions and you know let's just have good discussion yes so let's get into it the fasting first uh the 10-day fast is you have to declare and accept that you are part of the stress that comes to you that's a great point that you make mom because people don't realize that a lot of the times the stress that we have yes it can come from outside sources but a lot of times people don't look at what we bring on ourselves and and honestly what i'm talking about with that is is when we allow other people to vent Mm -hmm. okay vent what they're going through to us yes we all need friends we all need family and we you know there's times that we need a vent there's times that you need a vent But there's times that you are allowing people to vent that is not ready to change. That's huge. Let me say it again. There's times that you are allowing others to vent, but they are not willing to change. So that is dead time for your spirit. You, if, if, it's different if someone is venting to you and truly trying to change their situation. But if they are just venting to you just to be venting, but they're still going to go back to dealing with the same stuff and not change anything, there's the diff- there's a big difference with that. Why? The difference is when they go back to their life, they're okay with that. But your spirit is vexed. Your spirit has changed. A negative spirit comes across you because you have consumed someone else's problem. When you really care about somebody, you're going to be vested. So you're going to vest in the venting that they're doing. And so when they walk away from it and say, oh, I was just venting. What is it? What is the venting doing to you? What is the venting doing to enable enabling you to grow, enabling you to keep going? It's easy to say, you know what? Somebody can vent to me. It is no big deal to me. I can walk away from it. A lot of people try to say that. But if you think about it, having someone else's problem become yours or you making someone else's problem become yours what are you gaining from that? Yeah, I mean, well, it's not the biggest thing I want people to understand. You know, we all vent on both ends. Of course. And so we have to know if we want friends, we got to know there's going to be some venting. Okay. But I'm not talking about venting and you helping your friend to change whatever the situation they're going in and the and vice versa that both of you are venting to each other to improve each other okay 
That's different. That is truly healthy Friendship. conversation. It's venting, but it's a conversation that you're having to get advice from the opposite person that truly needs help. How many times have you heard people sit and say, well, I just wanted to vent. I really didn't need your opinion. I really didn't need this. I just needed you to be there for me. That's where you need to stop. The abuse of your mind. Because first of all, a conversation is two people. First of all. Second of all, how does it sound for someone to tell you, I just wanted to vent. I don't want your opinion. But you want my time? You want to take up my space, but you don't want me to have anything to say. And see, that's the weird part that, and even me, I had to grow in that because sometimes, you know, when you're talking to your mom or something like that, you're like, well, mom, I didn't need, you know, all of that. I just, I just wanted you to listen. But you obviously brought your, your problem, whatever it was, to that person for them to guide you through it, whether or not you knew that or not. But a lot of times we pull the, I just needed you to listen yep. when that person didn't say what you wanted them to say. I was just about to say that, Adrian. You made a valid point. A lot of people that say that is when you say something they don't want to hear. And you if don't you say need yes people they, around you. Yeah, if, if you say something that... Um, they want to hear, they'll be quick to take it mm -hmm. and never tell you. Well, I just wanted to vent. Yeah, they <laughs> won't say that. But bottom line is, I'm done with the people that just want to vent. I'm done with the people that just want to vent, take up my time, and then expect me not to be vested in them. It's kind of like I love you, then I'm vested in you, then I'm vested into the conversation me and you have. Go ahead, Amy. It's kind of like saying, when you say, I just wanted you to vent, just think of what you're asking somebody. Let me spill everything out to you, and then you hang up the phone. That's basically what you're asking it's, someone it's to It's a dis disrespectful and unhealthy relationship. If you have a relationship that every time that you choose to give your opinion, they come down on you like you're the problem. That relationship is not healthy. And I think in 2021, we really need to do a better job of the relationships that we have in our life, the relationships that we decide to keep and really evaluate how um, important that relationship is to you. Is it healthy? Is it feeding you? Is it, um, is it you know, good for your mind, body and soul? Is, is it really nurturing you because there's a lot of relationships whether it be family friends whoever they can be in your life but they're not doing anything to nurture you and if they're not nurturing you and you're not nurturing them what's the point through this fasting I've been able to tell people flat out you know what I'm sorry but my ear is cut off because during the 10-day fast you have to Agree to not take any phone calls, any texts, any any kind of problems through communication with your friends and family that does not have anything to do with you. This fast is to show God we're committed to him. 
and that we're going to truly look to him. Or we have to say, okay, we're going to look to the world without him. Well, you don't want to do that. So you say, God, okay, I need you to help me, but I need you to help me at the same time. Be strong, be fruitful, be, you know, give something to the world, give something to your friendships, give something and expect it, something back from them. It's the, it's called a relationship. Mm -hmm. We've been told too many times, don't expect anything in return. No, I, I speak against that. Okay. That's not what God was talking about. God never said relationships is supposed to be one-sided. Both parties need to take care of each other and truly show that you are valuable to each other. So you have to stop through this fast and you say, you know what? I can't listen to anybody's problem but my own. I've, uh, this 10 days, I can only deal with what's going on in my life. And I've got to let grown people be grown and I have to let them figure it out. And even when they start the conversation, point blank, say, I'm sorry. I've even had people literally tell me that they read that I was on a fast, but they still wanted to vent. I had the same thing happen to me. And it's crazy Too to big. think. It's crazy to think that someone... That's disrespectful. We, yeah, when you tell somebody that you're doing something. They care more about themselves than they do you. Because if they really care about you as much as... You got to understand we're in a we're in a um, world that people are very self-absorbed. People are very entitled. People are very selfish. Mm -hmm. For someone to tell you that they read that you were on a fast, but they still needed to vent, then that's telling me you don't care nothing about me. It's more about what you're going through, and that's what I say. No more. Because finding your peace. Now, there's two different things, okay? Finding your peace is one thing and finding happiness is another thing. Because I have learned it, you know, people can fake being happy as, as much as they can. It's very hard for you to fake having peace because it comes off when you're not in a peaceful place in your mind um, and in your soul. That comes Especially off. with women because I'll tell you this, women that are, if they're painting a fake life, Eventually, they're going to let it spill over. Let it, you know, we are not really, we can fake things, but eventually we're so emotional creatures that we're going to let it out the back. Okay. So you can't One do way that. Or another. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to let it out. Okay. So you have to ask yourself, how long are you going to fake? How long are you going to fake being happy? How long are you going to fake you know, that you're okay with how people treat you. Instead of truly healing where your pain is coming from and doing what you can to move forward. That's the biggest thing is I think a lot of people, in order to find peace, you have to heal from things. And then you also have to you let gotta, go of things. I was just about to say, you got to let go. You got to let go of too much baggage. You got to let go. If people did you wrong, 
The older you get, you will realize even though they did you wrong, guess what? You did wrong by other people too. Mm -hmm. And you just got to let some stuff go. You cannot keep holding on to pain and hurt. Let it go. It's not worth it to hold on to that. And my mom, like I said, if you're on our Facebook live show, you probably would have heard this because she said it the other day. So really tune into that. Um, but she said, sometimes we wait around so long to hear somebody say, I'm sorry. And there's sometimes you never that, get that you never get that. But if you keep holding on to the situation, waiting for someone to say, I'm sorry, you could be waiting your whole life. And you spent all this time waiting for two words that may not mean anything to you anyway. When they say it, you know, because a lot of times when people say, I'm sorry, they're saying it to try to make you happy, whether or not they mean it. And not saying that nobody ever says, I'm sorry, of course. And meaning it, but you have to, you can't focus on, you know, when are they going to come and see that they did me wrong? I've been there. Trust me. I've been there or whatever, but that, that's the reason why God said, revenge is mine, says the Lord. You cannot keep on holding on to stuff because then people have moved on and- They're not you know, worried. Yeah, and you're the one allowing yourself to be torn completely off the frame because of they, what they've done to you and- Waiting for them to And they've moved words. on. Let God fight your battle and let you fight to be, show them, you know what? Guess what? I am unbothered. Amen to that. I'm unbothered, baby, because I'm moving on. And I have to know that I am worthy. I have to give myself worthiness. I have to give myself validation. I, I'm just not there anymore looking for other people to validate me looking for other people to accept me looking for other people to like me you know what i could care less who likes me as long as you respect me we good and understand if, if you that you don't can, i cut you loose understand that you can be better than what you're allowing for yourself it, exactly so you have to say to yourself okay am i allowing all these different things to happen that that's why I am not growing. I'm not accomplishing anything because all I'm thinking about is who wronged me, who did whatever. Am I am I am I holding back my growth because I'm focused about other people's problems, other people's issues, other people's lives? And you will understand when you start letting things go, I promise you it will amaze you at the growth that you see in yourself, it'll amaze you at the things Quick. that you will get good. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, and when new situations come about, the way you handle them will be different. Correct. You, and you had to just stop people at the door and just say, I'm not there anymore. And even if you were that person that was the one that bent it to everybody, Oh, well, they should have stopped you when you was doing it. But that don't mean that you you have to hold yourself in that same spot. No, it was their job to cut you off. The two biggest things that I, I hope that you guys can understand in finding your peace is you have to hold yourself accountable that's for big, what you that's allow. The thing. For what you allow. Yep. And then you have to hold other people accountable for how they treat you. Yep. 
And then you got to quit uh, looking for acceptance from others. You got to uh, quit looking for validation from others and validate yourself. But if you don't spend enough time into knowing who you are, have you, oh, God used me. Um, he said, in my, he just said in my ear, he said, they don't feel validated because they don't put time in their self. That is true. That is very, very true. Because if you think about it, if you can't believe in you, how can you expect other people to? I mean, seriously, he just said that in my spirit. He said, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that look for parents to validate them, husband and wives to validate them, their friends or whatever. But God said, the reason why you can't get validation for your life is because you ain't validate your own self. Starts with you. You and haven't put no time. When's the last time you put, I hate to hear women. Not really, I hate is a hard word. I, I, I dislike hearing women say they don't have time for their self. That's self-pity. I think a lot of people that think that they don't have time for themselves, it's the reason why is because they're busy making time for other things that has nothing to do with them. Yeah, but the problem, so, no, sometimes that is part. But other part is, is that a lot of mothers like to feel needed and they like to be able to say that, um, you know, I don't make time for, I need to make time for myself. You know, I, I, I put so much time in my family. Your family wants you to put time in yourself. And they tell you that, but you don't listen. Because your family is going to be good either but, way. Uh, but the problem is a lot of women put validation on their family they want if they don't put all their time into the family and if they don't have nothing else but their family they put everything into that family because they feel like if i don't talk about anything else i have nothing to talk about well you can't put that pressure on your family because you choose to not find something for yourself because at that point, you're disturbing other people's peace. Yes, because children, they want their time. Your husband wants their time. And it's too many times that women like to say that, oh, I gave up this to raise a family. I gave up that to raise a family. That's a choice you made. And don't make your family feel like they took something from you. Let your family feel like that you, the time you put in was well spent and that you wanted to do those things. And if you, if it's time, if you feel like that that's the only validation you need, then stay there. But the moment that your family, your kids grow up and they leave your house, don't say, oh, well, I could have done this. I could have done that but I was married or I had kids or whatever. You can't blame anybody but yourself. So what you do is you don't go, don't get all depressed and all that. That's the next thing that we're going to talk about is how you prepare yourself for depression. That will be next week. How you prepare yourself for depression is you set yourself up to feel a failure feeling in a while. The day your kids leave your house, here's an example, and I'm going to touch on it next week. How you set yourself up to depression is 
You put everything into your husband and your children. The day that you, your kids grow up and they, they go to college and they move out, the empty nester feeling is there. But you've got to have something for yourself. So if you set yourself up, then why are you surprised that you're depressed? You set yourself up for it because you was not working towards something to have of your own for when your kids leave. You didn't have your own goals. You've got to have those goals. You've got to have your own accomplishments. And then on your husband that is left there with a depressed, stated woman, that's not fair to him. It's not. And this goes for men too. But more women do it more than men do. Men are to, Most men have their outlet some kind of way. It could be in golf, um, hunting. It could be working out. It could be um, hanging out with their friends, going to card games. Most men have an outlet. It's women that don't have outlets. We pigeonhole ourselves. But a lot of times we don't have outlets because we didn't make sure we got one. That is very true. So we're going to talk about that next week is do not prepare yourself for depression. And this fast that I'm doing is giving me time to put into me, put into Adrian, all that kind of stuff. I'm loving this fast. And it is really such and a we're not huge blessing. About, we're not talking about negative things. Nope. We're, not, we're not allowing people to give us negative stuff. We're talking about improving us. So, so exciting. Yes. So tune in next Thursday for the third part uh, of this Finding Your uh, Peaceful Place and staying there. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web, www.yavankasalsrealestate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.